it's time to start unpacking with another episode of the B Word Unpacked, hosted by the phenomenal women of Good Stock Consulting, Kelly, Kim, and Ebony. Welcome back to the B Word Unpacked. It's your girl, Ebony, Kim, and Kelly. And for our final episode of season two, first of all, y'all, we are in season two. Season two. Second year of this. Second year. All right. Yep. And, and how, how else to end this season without a B word called bananas? Because bananas. 2020. B A N A N A S. It's been crazy as fuck, y'all. I'm not going From this killer virus to our crazy ass president marching down the streets. All right. To Megan and Harry, um, Harry quitting the Queen. Time out, we out. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. It's this thing <laughs> that feels like I honestly feel like Kobe was three years ago, and that was nothing. Girl, Child. I told somebody we are living yep. in dog years. You know how they say like one year, yep. like seven years for a dog. I promise you, this is a dog year. Yeah. <laughs> it's been crazy. <laughs> this year, as my as the elders of my family love to say, it's been more than a notion and the reality is it's not only been the longest year in history it's also been the year in which time seems to have stood still but then at the same time time seems to have advanced rapidly so fast and then at the same time it's like time ceased to exist altogether so i'm just like no, I can't even begin to track the number of times in this year that I didn't know what the day was. Mm-hmm. Literally, I didn't know, like, is it a Monday? Is it a Wednesday? Hello. I just lost track. Hello. I just lost track I of time. Mo- Probably because you're Monday. not wearing pants, because you're not wearing real <laughs> pants every day. And if you are not buttoning your pants every day, it is easy to lose track. Listen, track. <laughs> I, I mean, it's one of those things, I feel like we're in the, ma- I feel like I'm in the matrix. <laughs> In the matrix. In the matrix. Yo, one day, 100%. I didn't. I didn't take a shower until four o'clock in the afternoon. And I thought mm. it felt right. It felt right. It felt right. I was just sitting at the computer, and it felt right. It felt normal. It was okay. It just was okay. I ain't seen nobody but our inside. Everybody. Nobody. Nobody. Thank goodness. Right. But it is one of those things. I feel like it's been so long, and y'all hear Bentley. He he's going bananas. Okay? He understands. Really said, I'm over this 2020. <laughs> right, right. Something else. Right, <laughs> but I do feel like it's been so long that we have sure to to have forgotten all the things that have happened. Right, if we go through and we start to think of day to day things. But so, what have been the most monumental things that have happened in your personal life, ladies? Um, personal, professional, whatever you want to do, your top, your top 20. What, what, don't list all 20. We ain't got all day. We ain't got time for that. Give us your top three. What's your top two or three? Yeah. Uh, you go first, Kelly. Let me think about it. You go first. Okay. I will go first. So hands down at the top of my list is reaching consensus with my husband as to where we will build our new home. That was, um, Lord Jesus, that was a process. I'm just going to say that, but we have landed. (laughs) 
I don't want to say who won, but I just that's cute. Who won. It was a process. Yeah, well, it was a process, and mm-hmm. we wound up in the location that I wanted, um, which means that I also had to learn how to compromise on like certain finishes. And are we going to have gray cabinets? Or are we going to have white cabinets? Are we going to have white subway tile? Are we going to have the marbled? You know, like those kind of decisions. I had to let go. But the 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 house and building a home and seeing that come up out the ground, mm. hands down, that's been number one for this year, and also has been what I. I like to say is one of my COVID blessings because it's mm-hmm. as jacked up as this year has been and it's been an absolute shit show y'all it's been shit, shit show. show there's just also been so many positive things so beyond the home and and I've said this now if y'all listen to the podcast y'all know 100% I feel like y'all can probably predict what I'm gonna say but it's my ability to spend such quality time with mm. my son like I've been able to lean into the joys of motherhood and way in domesticity in ways that y'all I didn't think I was wired like that I didn't think I, I was wired like this. You know, I did not think I was wired to do arts and crafts projects, to bake quiches, to research in interesting salads. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Like I've been cooking like just recipes going crazy, making stuff up, like just how much I love my home and like being in my home has been, um, it's been incredible. And I just, like I said, I didn't know that I was built like that. And I think a a part of the reason why I've been able to figure out that Kelly, actually you are built like that is because 2020 for the first time in 43 years, I know a lady doesn't say her age or whatever, I'm 43, Mm, but I I am no lady. I ain't no lady. (laughs) Um, But I've really honed my ability to be still and to be introspective, which to be honest, like I've always run from that. Like I'd have a journal and then like write in a couple pages and then the journal would be done. Or my new year's resolution would be to practice meditation. Mm -hmm. And then five days later it was done. Or the new year's resolution would be once a week, you reflect on things and then it's not happening. But, but Kelly, 2020 forced me to be still. And I just, I thank God for that. I think that goes back to, so before we started, we were talking about us being box checkers and all three of mm-hmm. us are box checkers. And I think that's why sometimes resolutions don't work for us because I felt like I've already checked the box. I said yeah. I was going to do it. I did it. It's been checked. I can scratch it off the to-do list and I can move on to something else. But apparently it's supposed to like, you know, do resolutions. Lay off, lay off, it, right? Mm-hmm. But you're right, friend. These COVID blessings, it's been amazing in 2020, despite the fucking chaos and turmoil and despair and death. Um, it has been a good year professionally mm-hmm. for us, good stock. Um, I think we've really grown. If, I, and for you. I'm pointing at you. You see this? And, and me. Can you please? Yeah. Right, you share. Can you okay. share what just happened? Yes. Right. So, outside of Goodstock, I was going to say okay. with Goodstock, I felt like we went through like a puberty spurt. We, over that. we did. Growth, growth spurt. Growth we did spurt. great things together we, individually we, as we, a team we, and in relationship. Okay, but personally, so I successfully defended my dissertation. <laughs> 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 I'm 
okay, that's what's up. Dr. Kimberly Butler Willis, yes, you? Yep. Yes, yes. Dr. KBW. Dr. KBW. And so we are done with that. And y'all, it has truly been, I, I cried so hard when I was done because it was such a process. Like I started my, my becoming a doctor before 30 was my goal when I was 25. Um, and it was why, because I was a first generation college student and I wanted to show my grandma and my parents like, and y'all still got adopted and mm-hmm. what, right. mm-hmm. but I got pregnant. So I, the first two years I went through my coursework, did it in two years. And then I got pregnant. Right. Yeah. And you know, they always say lean in, lean in, but I had to lean out for a minute. I had yeah. to figure out, sit down. I had to sit down. I honestly thought, though, I was not wired to be a, uh, I didn't think I was wired to mother and nurture. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking, well, I'm going to have this baby. It's in May. It's during the summertime. You know, it's off. So I'm going to have this baby and then I'm going to jump right back in because that's what Kim does, right? Mm -hmm. No, I did not know this baby. He was not acting like who I knew. I don't know who he was. I was still trying to figure out what this even means. I wasn't even a babysitter. (laughs) I literally had no Mm-hmm. No, it changed your life. It, it rocked your world. Right. Trey Junior came and was like, "I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing." Yep. And so I realized it took me two years to figure out how to parent in a way that felt authentic for who I am, but um, wouldn't get my child taken away. And so <laughs> <laughs> it took me two yeah. years to get my footing and yeah, to yeah. figure out myself as a woman. And then I went back to school, and that was. Forever, that just feels like it was forever ago. Then I had another baby and I got married. And so life just happened. So in 2018, I was like, I'm gonna jump back in. I was done with courses. All I had to do was my dissertation. So I was like, just go back and finish it. My and husband was like, you, you, we're paying these damn student loans. You gonna get this degree. Let's get this thing done before these Listen. courses are invalid. Okay. Yep. And it really took my mom sitting down and saying, I don't know what you need me to do, but I'm going to do everything I can. Shout out, Black Mamas. It. That's a family. Shout she, out, Mamas holding it down. Since 2018, I haven't cooked dinner. She comes over and wash my husband's clothes. She cleans my house. She watches my kids. Also, I can pour everything I have into school okay. and work. And so... Now I have a great job. I'm done with this degree, but it's all because of her. Shout out to Butler. Shout out to mama. My God, that's a blessing. Yes, 2020. Well, I've been calling you Dr. Kimberly Butler. I know. I know. We've been speaking into. I mean, but it's so crazy because you do. First of all, Kim and Kelly both, they never complain. It's like it's like that duck you see that's always on top of the water. Mm. (laughs) Little legs kicking Mm -hmm. because I. I was calling you Dr. Kimberly Baller Willis because I thought you had already finished because you never talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so Kim, Kim mm-hmm. just told us for the first time, today is Monday. Today. Today. She's like, y'all. On Friday, y'all. On Friday she completed her dissertation. And, yeah. and I talked to Kim all day Saturday. Yeah. And they got one mention of it. But we were trying to figure out your life Saturday. It was not no, about me. No, we don't figure out your life, okay? Because 2020, I mean, but 2020 has, Celebrate. Right, celebrate. 2020 has been a, 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 I think we've been so busy we haven't celebrated, but this year, career-wise, y'all know it's been crazy for me. Um, yeah. It, you have been, skyrocketed. Yeah. It's been crazy. I mean, and it really does, I, I think it's, it's taught all of us in Good Side to speak your truth. Yeah. And don't worry about who the audience is. The audience will come to you Absolutely. if you are staying authentic to yourself. And, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and I think if, if nothing else, if we can find a silver lining, 
in um in that if that's the only silver line in 2020 <laughs> i think it's a good one because it's a good one ebony in terms of your career trajectory this year i was about to burst into bright like a diamond by rihanna but i said let me not let me not do it because <laughs> no wait i'm just taking off no it's been crazy i wish though like I've, I've said from the very beginning though everybody that you see on the screen kim kelly should also be on those very same shows because this is all we do all day every day we are on when you're on we are on no, what are we talking we about that. mark my words 2021 okay we're gonna we're gonna change this up but mm-hmm. now okay we'll take this trip we all reflect on the 2020 and let's talk about let's really unpack this mm-hmm. banana bananas of a 2020 year so let's head over to the b-side welcome, welcome to, to the b-side y'all know on the b-side we like to flip things up so i'm going to list the top 20 moments of 2020 per the new york times now they're going to sprinkle some of our own because new york time i don't know if they're diverse but we got some <laughs> we want to talk about new york time y'all need to start talking about stuff that we like thank okay. you what happened to Flavor Flame? Where did he go? <laughs> can I suggest, can you start, can you do the first 10 and then let's talk about the 10 because it's a long list to get through 20. Yeah. Why don't you break it into the first top 10? Let's start there. There we go. What first, you got? Let's start with the top 10. Okay. First top, number one, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle quit, quitting the queen. Told her keep them, keep them coins, right? What y'all think about it? I thought you were going to do the first 10. List the first 10 for the viewers. List the 10 and then we'll talk about it. Okay, you want me to keep on going? Number yeah, two. Keep going. Kobe and Gigi's death. I feel like I don't know how we're just going to keep going from now, but that was January 2020. Um, also in January, impeachment of dumbass Donald Trump. Mm. Moment of silence. And actually that impeachment was started in January and it didn't finish until February 2020. But his ass got impeached. Kelly and I did a training and a woman told me that a woman left on her evaluation that I was disrespectful to the president and I was so not personable and she would never want to talk to me ever again because I was disrespectful. Did she get that? She might have got it confused with me because I was children. No, I've never seen you be disrespectful to him, but he can kick Ross with no shoes Jesus, off. Jesus, that is him scholarship with all the stuff he's done in 2020. Um, but also, number four, Harry Weinstein with his nasty self. That was February, y'all. Not too long ago. Okay, the stock market crash. February again, the largest drop that we've had in, um, I think, the single-day drop, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Number six. Target's Black History Line. Show through. So positive. So positive. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number seven. Good old what? COVID-19. And the shutdowns of March of 2020. Yep. Number eight. Not to be outdone. Black people showing up and showing out in the Black Lives Matter protest saying, stop killing (laughs) us. That was March. Number nine. Hair love, which I feel like is also another positive. Yeah, made a short film Oscar. Um, that was by Matthew Cherry and Karen Tolliver. That was in March. And number ten, Kim Jong Young 
his supposed death, and I still don't know if he is not. I'm okay. still confused. Is yeah. he dead? Nah, he's still with us. You he's only he forever. Yeah, they got you know they got, a they got wealthy people. Mm-hmm. They pumped him full of formaldehyde or something. He's frozen and some mm-hmm. like crypt or something. He, he's not. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Ev, I want to start at the top of the list. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle quit. The, uh, the reason I'm really excited to talk about this, I'm a fan of like British period pieces. I love Downton Abbey. I'm like a diehard crown girl. So I've been watching season four of The Crown. What I'll say about, first of all, the British monarchy, which they refer to themselves as the firm. And anytime okay. you call your own family the firm, you know, they're about issues. business. Yeah. And Meghan said, I'm getting up out of this firm yeah because this firm has nothing for me. two weeks notice yeah i got my two the weeks notice had nothing for megan the british public couldn't stand the fact yeah. that that boy married a black woman they i mean they awful. just couldn't stand it but guess what and this is where i just feel like vengeance is just it's, it's just beautiful karma because prince harry and megan markle they're like oh okay um mm-hmm. We will give you back your coins. There you we'll go. Pay for the house reno that we did. There you go. And we'll sign a deal with Netflix for $240 million. So, peace out. Peace out. Peace. Y'all, I so want a baby Archie to be like brown with red hair. I so wanted him to be brown with red hair. He's caramelish. He's caramelish. He a little something. A little something. You tell. But you know, I wanted him to have a little deeper tan. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and some red hair because mm-hmm. I just wanted to be a slap in the face because like, I am yes. so in love with Harry. I think he is the sexy white boy. <laughs> he is, and and when he, he stands up for Megan, I'm like, yep, I'll kiss the you. The way in he looks hair. at her, it's I will just kiss like you in the mouth, Harry. Mm-hmm. He loves I that girl. Yes, my God. One of those things. If I that's when you know love is. I'm willing to give up all of this. All yes. of this. I mean, my whole life. Look, my y'all sitting here talking about my life. Y'all talking about my wife and my kids? Yes. Yep. No, y'all keep this. Y'all did this to my mama. Yep. Okay. And my wife is over here by herself. Her family's not even here. And, and her mama looks like she don't even play that. She, she don't, don't play that. I love her mama. Isn't I love her mama so much. Yes. I think her mama's fierce. Adorable. Yes. I love that she had a social justice preacher do her marriage Hello. at Westminster Abbey. She's Hello. like, oh, I'm going to bring some. I'm gonna yeah, bring the like, flavor. I like that her mama got a nose ring. That's yep. right. And dreadlocks. Yep. That's You're right. That's right. You're gonna be yourself so with the royal. Bring the silver. <sighs> <laughs> well, I don't want to bring us down because 2020 has been a dumpster fire, but oh Kobe and Gigi. I still remember the day. I didn't want it to be true. In fact, Ed texted us, I believe, and I was like, friend, this is not true. Let's not even talk about this because this is not true. Yeah. That's when I knew that was devastating. When it was gonna be a shit show. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, because it, it and and what you know, honestly, what I feel bad about is that we put a lot of focus on Kobe and, G- and Gigi, but oh there was a whole family, a whole yeah. bunch of people, a whole bunch of people on that helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was terrible. That was it, awful. It's devastating. Yeah. The thing about, I, I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't a big Kobe fan. I don't follow basketball. I didn't mm-hmm. know much about his life. Let me just put that out there. If it's a black card revoked situation, I would have been given my We mind. already know. We already know. know. But I love, I just love um, how much he loved his 
family, how he demonstrated. He was very demonstrative. He spoke about being like, what do you call a girl dad? I'm a girl yes. dad. I just something about like the way in which he showed his expression of love to his children. That's yeah. beautiful. And I mean, that stuck. That stuck with all those men who were his fans and those yeah. girls who were his fans. Like, I feel like more so than what he left on the court, like that's his legacy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how you man up as a father. That's awesome to me. Yeah. And and that's your child who was most like you. I mean, it's just like a mm-hmm. double hit. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have meant something if he were, if he, if she wasn't on the plane with him, mm-hmm. would she be then forced to carry that pressure of trying to live up to her dad's legacy. The legacy. Would we want that for her? But I, I don't know. It's just it's just a god awful situation. Yeah, I that was tragic. Her, I pray for her mom because I can. Oh, oh god. And then and like I said, I pray for the family that was also on that same plane. Like yes, I think I it think was an that, entire family. Probably, right, probably carries another grief of. Well, y'all are talking about them. You're memorializing them, and you're mm-hmm. doing all this with them. We lost two. Yeah, you don't even know our name. You don't know. You don't even know our names. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes me feel awful. Move on to number three because that's okay. Move on. So, uh, can we skip Donald Trump? Can we skip? Please. Let's go to Harvey. Let's go to nasty old Harvey. Let's go to Harvey. And hashtag me too. Hashtag Mm -hmm. me too. That has been quite a um, impactful movement. Mm Um, I'm interested to see how it sustains and how it um, how it keeps its momentum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I haven't heard a whole lot lately, and this just came out. What this was February? Mm-hmm. And this here was we February are, 2020. Are you we still doing why? hashtag Me Too? You know, a lot of people are still doing it, but I don't know hashtag COVID. COVID's like yeah, hashtag me too. Bitches swallowed <laughs> up everything. The first death was February 29th. Oh, mm. so, so it really was one of those. Um, yeah, there was a movement, and then everybody like we everybody about that. Right. I mean, well, what about this, y'all? I can't remember the name. What's the name of the sister who actually launched oh, Me yeah. Too? Mm. And the reality, or like the controversy around it being more attributed to white actresses than to this black woman who initially fought for oh, for years, champion champion this issue but didn't meet the conventions of what a woman is or can be or should look like to have experienced mistreatment at the hands of men which speaks to how jacked up yep our society is when it comes to perception of black women period but I, i just remember thinking like wow i didn't know the backstory i didn't know about her but then when i found out that Oh, hold up. It's not Alyssa Milano. It's not Alyssa Milano. You know? Right. And that's what I need to do. Doesn't Alyssa Milano steal anyway? Didn't she go to jail for like shoplifting? No, no. That was Winona Ryder. Oh, that was Winona Ryder. Ryder. Okay. Excuse Mm -hmm. me. Excuse me. They all look like you. I was not saying that, Ev. I did not say that. (laughs) I just got confused. It is one of those things, though. Feminism. Feminism has always enveloped a black cause and then claimed it. That was the thing with suffrage, mm-hmm. same thing, right? I mean, we, we look at even Title IX affirmative action, who's been the greatest benefactor mm-hmm. of that? Hello. Women. So, Hello. Um, and so, and even with this whole trap, I know we said we're going to skip his dumb ass up at oh. number three. I just want to make sure that everybody knows he was number three. 
um, on this list, but with that, 55% have voted for him. 55%, y'all. 55% of white women voted for Trump. That's more than the 40, what was it, 46% that voted for him? 52. 52? 52 was was the 20. in 2016. So yeah. more more white women said, you know what? I know he grabbing pussies, but I'm gonna try it again. Yeah. Let's see what they're killing us in droves. Yes, and our kids in these infected ass cages. Um, oh. I'm talking about not even not even not even the Hispanic children. He now putting your kid in an infected school. One and in two white women voted for Trump. More yeah, than one and two. That's scary. So that's what we're dealing with in this Me Too mom. I want them to take it and say, Me Too of how I'm going to fix this man. So what percentage of white men voted for Trump? Do y'all know? I don't even think about that. Because I'm wondering if the percent of white women was higher than the percent of white men. No. 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 no, Was not? No way. No No way. Okay. Mm -mm. No. It, did it decrease though? Did less white men vote for Trump this time? Well, than they did last a, a time? ton less military men voted for Trump this time. Okay. So there was a huge shift of military who did not uh, vote for their commander in chief, which we know mm. for military people, that's serious. Like they yeah. took that line seriously, but they were like, well, no, usually, sir, Donald. usually you don't have your commander in chief calling you suckers and losers. Okay. Yeah. okay. So that's that. And, and like I said, with, the, with so many policies that have been changed that are literally undercutting women, um, uh, so autonomy, I don't understand how you can walk in there and check a box and say, yeah, I want to turn my life. Voting over. against your own interests. I just don't under. I don't. I, I, it never makes sense. And not to take this conversation too far off the rails, but I've been having some just conversations with elder women in my life who I turn to at times when I feel just conflicted and my challenge is I typically want to receive what you're saying as good intention like I want to assume good intent Mm -hmm. but unfortunately based on how the voting has shaken out in the wash it's hard to assume good intent Mm -hmm. because you don't know who voted for him. And let me be clear, I fully recognize that people of different political persuasions or beliefs can engage in healthy conversation or dialogue. That's, That's a possibility. But I fundamentally can't wrap my head around somebody supporting a misogynist, a white supremacist, an anti science person. Like, I can't. Kelly, I get it. I get it. Now, I would have let you, now, 2016, I would have said, okay, you didn't know. You didn't know. You gave him the benefit of the doubt. You didn't know. But this year, I tried to walk in with giving everyone the benefit of the doubt and thinking higher of everyone. You didn't know. But 2020, you knew. You knew. You still voted for that man. So in my mind, a part of you believes in that. Yeah. That's hard for me to. A That's part hard. of needs that. Yeah. It goes, below, it goes on to this idea that you need this system to remain mm-hmm. in order to protect your status mm-hmm. of have and have nots. And mm-hmm. you can sit here and watch as people are dying. You sacrifice 250, people. 250,000 people have died this year. And you said, I want to vote for that person that has mm. zero plan where my own life is at risk. Yeah. Yep. How crazy is that? 
It's 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 insanity. So it it just makes me uncomfortable to question people in a way that I never have because I fundamentally mm-hmm. been raised and brought up to believe yes. that people are good. Yes. But he is not a good person. Not a good person. And how can you support this? Fifty five percent. Listen. Fifty five. Fifty-five percent. So everyone that you know, and that's why I'm vocal. And I go ahead and say up front of how I feel about it. So I can look at your reaction. So I know how to because like, you're too stoic. If I know, if I if I know who you are, I can handle you as such. And yeah. be consistent. That's all. We can still yeah. work together. But I know yeah. who you are. I know who you are. I'm not, be, I'm not working on a project with you. <laughs> I'm not that. Look, call me. Work with, with people. You got to protect your energy and your energy is okay with, with people that look like me being treated lesser Less than, than you, you got your knee on my neck. And so this whole idea that uh, even now you're seeing this uh, on Twitter, um, the Republicans saying, and people Democrats saying too that Democrats need to extend a olive branch to Trump supporters. No. Got to figure out what was now I'm not extending nothing because mm-hmm. again, you still got your knee on my neck. So why should I be, why should I, you got to meet me. I'm not trying to take anything away from your life. Yep. So no, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, this. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. I think that's some, I know this is a different conversation. Okay. But I think that sometimes our problem with the democratic party, we try to be a little too moderate and too amicable and too, no, people need to know where you stand. And I can't feel that if you're always on the fence. Yeah. I need you or to get off the fence. you're scared to share what your true perspective or opinion is. Like, I just... It's too big. It's, it's, it's a difference in not... That's why 60,000 people voted for Kanye. Hello. His, don't Kanye. even give me a let's not Let's not talk about Kanye. Let's talk let's about get, Target. Let's, get, let's, let's talk about Target's Black History So Target now has here, this Black Beyond Measure. Yes commitment campaign i should call it where they are totally investing into not just black vendors but black culture black life and it's not just restricted to february this is now a part of the the business yeah. mm-hmm. let's get through it yes so i thought about the honey pot and how much mm-hmm. of a ruckus that caused on twitter so much for no reason so much for no, for no reason <laughs> Because a black woman wanted to have her products in Target. Again, I want to remind y'all, 55%. 55%. Yeah. So I mean, and why y'all just talking about black women? Yeah, why is this only about black women? Why Why is there a black... I mean, if anybody in this year 2020 still opens their mouth to ask, why is there a Black History Month? Yeah. Then clearly we're living in two different realities. realities. Right? If, if, we, if, if you honestly need for me to explain... Why in this year, 2020, mm-hmm. we still need a Black History Month? I honestly don't even know if it's worth the conversation. Like, I feel like I can just save my breath. And that's sad. Like, that's sad. That gets back to your point about, like, Democrats and Republicans and, like, people just, like, kind of withdrawing to their own camps. But, like, you don't know why there needs to be a Black History Month or you don't know why Target needs to uplift Honey Pie. Hello. Are you mad? Hello. You're can, never going to... Can our vaginas be fresh? Nice. And culturally appropriate. <laughs> be esteemed. <laughs> but no, but it really is really important. With sisterhood and kindness. No, you never want to that person to see it that way. So you can either try to convince them or you can say nothing, not even again, not even the threat of you losing your own life 
in this COVID pandemic mm-hmm. has shifted you from holding on with a death's grip on this mm-hmm. system of oppression. Mm-hmm. So me sitting here and having brunch with you and talking it over, I don't have the time no. or the energy. Continue I don't want on. to. It's like I, I, I want to have the conversation with people who are really ready to do the work because right. I do believe that there are clearly, I mean, that's why Goodstock does what we do right. because there are so many people out there who want to engage in the conversation, Absolutely. but don't under, don't, not even don't understand it, but don't know like what's the right step to take uh-huh. or I don't want to step on toes. But the, the, the swaying of the other side is too strong. I honestly enjoy that conversation with people who don't look like me or think like me because Mm -hmm. I can be a pretty logical person. So if I can understand your thoughts, then I can say, okay, I get why you feel that way. Then I feel less um, annoyed by you because I Mm -hmm. get it. It's logical. Mm -hmm. You, your Mm -hmm. mom and dad taught you this. You lived in a all white neighborhood. You didn't have black friends. You don't know. Okay. So now I get it. But if you are just, spewing ignorant racist comments without any basis or i know nothing about you i am immediately yep. annoyed it's like i'm turned I off ask, i go the annoyed to straight anger because okay when, fire right well, red shirt especially when i i get particularly fired up uh, when i talk to christians because i am very mm. of jesus and he is a lover of me and when i hear you say that you can go and do these things that i think about in in the chapter of Luke mm-hmm. Daniel, uh, when he's talking about the little boy with the five loaves of bread and two fish mm-hmm. and how he broke that to feed the masses if that's not socialized practice of saying you should be taking care of each other so when you're seeing these mile-long food bank lines Yep. We're supporting a system that yep. says that these people are hungry mm-hmm. and I don't care, then don't tell yourself you're a Christian. You're going to hell on scholarship. Never heard that one before. Hell on scholarship. But I've never heard that one before. And when we have when we talk about the, the practice of Moses and his mom putting him in a raft to send him to hopefully yes. a better place. And we praise Moses, right, of being one of God's favorite people. And you sit here with these mothers trying to do the same thing for their immigrant yep. children, and you see them put them in cages. Hmm. We lost 500 and, four, what, 65? Yes, parents? 565. Yeah. And you got the nerve to tell me that you walked in there and checked the box for Donald J. Trump? Yeah, I don't. You can I just can't. I can't. I can't. I, I have nothing to say to you. That Y'all, we the same God. We can't. No, uh, it's 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 a hard conversation. I feel like the next two topics on the list: COVID nineteen, so March twenty twenty, right. the lockdown, plus Black Lives Matters protests, March twenty twenty. I feel like we have to talk about those in, in tandem, in, jun- in tandem, because mm-hmm. those things happened. In some ways, I feel like one as as resulting out of the other or in response to the other. So. Yeah. Ebony, hit us with it. Intersection of protest and pandemic. Pandemic. And really, what I really do wish they, they were one thing, because it really is mm-hmm. the same thread. If you look at the numbers for both pro- Black Lives Matter protests of police brutality this year, with uh, starting with, with George Floyd, it's really picked up against steam. And if you look at the numbers, the lifetime risk of a Black man he can expect to die at the hands of the police. One in 1,000. One in 1,000. Yeah. And if you look at how many Black people that were alive in January that have not died from COVID-19, yeah. we're now one in every 800 mm. black people. 
What? I thought it was one in 2000. It's crept up to Black that. Extent. We're in the hundreds. Black people. The Black ratio people. was now in the hundreds. One in every 850 Black people who were allowed to bring in January 1st, 2020, has died from COVID-19 alone. We're That's bananas. Y'all talking about it. Why I get, when y'all say I'm fired, this is why I get pissed off. That's bananas. Because yes. we are dying in droves. That's not including we already have died. Regular deaths. Disease, and yep. we already died higher rates for, for um, pregnancy, and we already yep. died higher rates for cancers. COVID 19 is taking us by storm. And yeah. at this rate, y'all, what we are currently looking at by inauguration day, 20,000 Americans will die per week. Mm. And so you take that ratio of what black and brown people are dying at, and we're going to be looking at for every 500 black people. That's insane. One has died. That's crazy. That's, that's insane. That's, that's, that's insanity. That's your extended that's, family. That's, that's, that's like your cousins and cousins. That's, that's six degrees of separation. Less than. And I think Less that's than. why it doesn't sink in. I hate to say this for many white Americans because in a lot of ways, their family have not been touched by this directly. Mm -hmm. You know, we took Max to the playground on Saturday trying to get out. But every time we go to the playground, of course, he has to, we wear masks um, because I don't expect, you know, young children, if you, if a, if a five-year-old sees a six-year-old and they both climbing up the ladder and want to go down the pole, they ain't going to social distance. No, I mean, not. they're going to, they're, they're tumbling like puppies. So right. I'm like, Max, you wear your mask and mama wears her mask. And, and on Saturday, it was the first time Francis went with us. When I say he was stunned mm. that only about... Five to ten percent of people in that park had on masks. That's sad. Five to ten percent, and it makes me think: like, are we really, are we really living in like such starkly different realities? Yes. Like, yes. Friend, we went bike riding on Saturday, and we passed by a playground area, and Lindsay, the six-year-old, was like. Oh, can we stop? And Trey Jr., who's nine, said, no, there's too many people and they can't socially mm -hmm. distance. I said, now he's nine and he mm -hmm. can put that together. Mm -hmm. Certainly someone who's 19, 29, 49, 59 can put that together. But it it's a matter of choice. Like, it's a matter of choice. You know what? You the don't want to. Is, but the craziest thing of this whole thing is, is that narrative matters. Right. So. What Trump and them wanted to spin was, is only black and brown people dying. Hmm. So all y'all racist people, these 55%, hmm. you are right. go ahead and check me. But what we, got, what we know for sure, um, 123,000 white people have died. Mm -hmm. You got to remember our percentages now, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, 46,000 black people have died. 123,000 white people have died. And if you look at the numbers now, of where we're having the outbreaks and the massive um, counts. White. Where is it? South Dakota. Yep. In right those square states. And guess who don't live there? Yep. We don't. And, so, and guess why it's now going to become a, it's now going to matter. That's the thing. Now it's going to matter. Mm -hmm. It's going to matter. Now yes. we have to act quickly. Listen, yeah. South Dakota, North Dakota, these, Wisconsin. Idaho. Wisconsin. Wisconsin on a shutdown list, okay? Sick and shut in. Because that's, what, and what we're gonna see is now it's lagging, it's gonna lag behind, but y'all gonna get to these same numbers. And unfortunately, y'all living in the Midwest where there are not a lot of hospital settings in place anyway. So you're gonna get hit even worse, right? And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that it has to hit your doorstep before you do care. 
But we're seeing time and time again, you see people on the news saying, like these Trumpers, saying literally there was this one woman they interviewed that said that her father had died from COVID-19. And she was still out there saying, but I don't care. We're not wearing masks. And we're not so doing ridiculous. So ridiculous. It's, it's so, like it's, a fatalist thought. It's so but can sad. we talk about South Carolina's whole and steady? Oh, South Carolina's holding steady. We're not increasing, we're not decreasing, but we're holding steady. And I'm so surprised, so surprised because I don't see it. We like to stay at the top of the bottom. I don't. (laughs) We stay at the top of the bottom. Yeah, we're holding steady. So I'm gonna knock on wood. Y'all holding steady with Lindsey Graham too. Go ahead. Oh God. Okay. Go ahead. Hair love. Beautiful. (laughs) I haven't seen it, and I honestly don't know anything about Kelly. it, but the title alone tells me that I should like it. Kelly is beautiful, and it's only like 10 minutes long. It's like a short story. We got to okay. put link in the comments, because that, it is beautiful. It okay. is. So I need to check it. And now Blue Ivy is narrating. That I do know, that she narrated mm-hmm. the, uh, the the audio book. Mm-hmm. I, I stand for that. I literally cried when I saw it for the first time. It came on as like a... Oh. A preview. I took the kids to go see some kind of animated movie, and that came on as a preview, y'all. I stopped in my tracks, first of all, because, you know, I'm at the movies with kids. I just thought this was going to be a nap time. I stopped in my tracks, and I cried. And Mm. my children were stunned shut. Like, they just thought, like, what is this? I've never seen it before, but it's such a beautiful story. Yeah. And there were no words. There were no words. (laughs) Okay, they were quiet. I gotta check it. I yeah, gotta check it. It's really nice. It's really, really nice. It's really beautiful. Um, gonna, I don't I'm really know Kim Jong-un like that. I mean... I don't either. I don't even... He's a dictator. Uh, Donald Trump day. seems to admire him admire from a distance. Him. Um, like Dennis Rodman went over there to hang out with him in North mm-hmm. Korea. It's mm-hmm. weird. He might yeah. be dead. He yeah. might not. He might have a stunt double. That should have made the list. All the people that have shown us they crazy. Kanye, Ice. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Wayne. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Yeah. Ab, us with our next 10. What's the next 10? Okay. What's, the, what's the next 10? Okay, hopefully we don't get on the up. Next, okay, number 11. <gasps> Biden becomes the Democratic nominee in June. Triggered by who or win by who? South Carolina. Okay, y'all did that right. Yeah. All right. Um, yep. Well, Jeffrey Epstein and the alleged madam arrested July 2020. He did not make it to live until now. Yeah. I don't know who killed him. Or he mm. killed himself, but that was Jeffrey Epstein, his nasty self. Episode mm-hmm. of Scandal. Right. Mm-hmm. Number Sleazy. 13. Right. Number 13, Black is King with my girl Beyonce. Okay. Y'all know mm-hmm. she released that visual album. That was Everybody cool. knows what happened. Um, number 14, when 2020, 2020 Nature said they done with us with these murder harness. Yes. First, we had the locust descend on Africa, and then we had the murder hornets. It's just like, what is this? It's just like biblical. This is epic. He coming to get us. He coming back. Girl. That was in August. And that feels like it was forever ago. Listen, Mm -hmm. are you ready for the Lord's return? (laughs) (laughs) He might have come. We might be the ones left. It's a rapture. The rapture happened. It's oh happened. God. We didn't it's know. It's time for Exodus. I mean, truly. <laughs> I left behind. Truly. Uh, the next one was Kamala Harris chosen as the VP. Okay, the first play. Yeah, we're going to go through that one. That yeah. was also in August. Then we got hit with a sad one. <laughs> with our Black Panther. Mm. Okay. Chadwick Boseman mm. uh, died in August. 
Just what a man. A man. Pretty much. I what mean, a what a solid human being. What a solid what? human. He went through, we don't have to talk about that for a long Yes, yeah. please. He went through that in silence. Silence. Like, next person. Silence. West Coast wildfires. Y'all. On fire. The whole West Coast fire. was just lit. Burning up. Lit. Litty. It still might be on fire. I don't even know. But that was on fire. fire. It was on fire for like ever. Yeah. I'm sad about it. Who's still moving to California? Who does that? At this point? Fires and hurricanes. And fires and hurricanes. Fires, hurricanes, and hornets. Out. It's hornets. I think that was ancestors was just saying, just snuff this. Yes. I'm just sick of y'all ass. I'm sick of y'all ass. Enough. <laughs> um, and then we get here with number 18, RBG's death. Okay. We September 18th. September 18th. Do you remember that day? Mm-hmm. that day? Mm-hmm. I do. It's my sister's birthday. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I mean, Aaliyah. Aaliyah died on my sister's birthday, and so I kind of can't celebrate it fully. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, Trump on ni- number 19 might be a celebration in that it brings awareness. <laughs> you know what I call this? <laughs> Poetic <Yes>. justice. Infection. <laughs> <laughs> He's infected. From here on out, that was yes. October 2020 <laughs> with his nasty self. And then the, the final one to wrap up, November 3rd, y'all. Well, actually, we got to say, really, it didn't come into that. It didn't Saturday. come to that. Right, right. But and it's it still ain't here. Yet. And it's it still, still ain't really technically here. here. Technically here, but he is the president-elect Joe Biden. Ha-ha, ha-ha. And that's where we are, people. So let's start back in the old number 11. Okay. With Biden picking up that win, y'all. In come through, come through, come through, Clyburn. Come through, Clyburn. I gotta be honest. I mean, I wasn't. Don't get me wrong. I was going to support any of the Democratic candidates who was the front runner. But if y'all remember, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but when we hosted that panel, or when um, Jocelyn hosted the panel with the young adults, yeah, they were talking about our political candidates and. One of the young ladies said, well, Biden is basic. Yeah. I, I feel the same. Now, mm-hmm. I think Biden is going to help course correct. I think Biden can be an effective leader and a unifier, and he can inspire and engender confidence and trust. But in a lot of ways, he is very basic. So mm-hmm. I just am really grateful that he selected Kamala to offset that basicness. Like he, it, it gave some flavor. Mm-hmm. It went from just plain to cafe au lait. Like he, <laughs> she infused <laughs> that ticket with the ole, and Lord so, knows they needed it. So Kelly, I'm going to ask you what made the coffee more flavorful. Is it just because she's black? Cause I honestly feel like Kamala she's basic. Kind of basic. Yeah. I think it's the gravity. I won't say that in mixed company. So friends be packed. If y'all listening, don't tell nobody I said that. That's just between us. Just have between us. Her, have you looked through her policies? Kamala bringing heat. Look through her policy. They have a plan. They literally have a, it's called the black agenda on the webpage. I see it. And I, but I feel like I've seen it. I've heard that. I want to see it. And Look at this way. 
put it this way. I'll never forget right. when she came to Charleston. It was the same night, y'all. Remember, we were gonna we had yes, dinner with that reporter I from do. the L.A. Times. I do. We were, we were being interviewed for the L.A. Times, and I wasn't and, induced. And y'all went to the to go see her speak. I couldn't mm-hmm. make it because it was a fuster. Mm-hmm. But I distinctly remember Kim. You were just deflated. I was. And you walked into the restaurant because you were just like that was not what I expected. Not like, you what were I expected. not moved. You were you know not what? I think in I the same way that Pete Buttigieg, if y'all been looking at his recent interviews, he's been spitting fire on, he's, on he's fire. Okay, Buttigieg. We met him. We met no, him. Remember, we spoke to him at that other campaign thing. But we but we also had lukewarm feelings about him initially, right? We did. Yeah. We did. The problem we did. Was, but I see what um what what um VP elect Harris Here we go. um is that she had to play a role. And we all know what that role is. Mm-hmm. Yes. As black women, I can say something, but I can't say too much. Yeah. She already she got cut. She had she she got cut way before people that we know shouldn't have had their ass on. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's now, I do agree with that. That's fair. And, so, I mean, and at this point, if you look at their policies, they are hitting on every single thing. And it's, and, and it's more than just words, because if you look at, he just had released um, people that are in his, not in his cabinet, he listed um, basically his, his staffing, and over 50% are Black. So one thing I will give Kamala, and, and, and seeing her at the rally, I did feel like, I wasn't disappointed by... What she would say, I she's one of those people like, I know you're a good person, but you ain't got to put on for me. Like, I want you to just come out and just be you. So I'm not like deflated because I don't think she'll do her job because I love her as a litigator. I love her as a litigator. She she will deliver. I just want her to stay committed to who she is. Don't cold switch. I'm Mm -hmm. so ready for us to stop the cold switching. I I want you to just. I honestly don't think friend, you were with me at the rally. You didn't feel like she was a little I think she uh, I think what she had to do was she is in again I say South Carolina who South voted Carolina. for Lindsay with his stank ass Graham. Mm-hmm. Okay. Graham. You, you you gotta do what you have to do. See, you I didn't gotta do what you got to do to make it and she didn't make it past past she South didn't get to, to South Carolina. She didn't. Okay. She didn't. Okay. And as far as Biden being basic, what I like to think of is this pendulum that's swinging back and forth. Y'all know I love politics. Um, but I think of it almost when you eat a, a hot, spicy Indian dinner, how you need a little bread and you're grateful for that bread. Just <laughs> Okay, y'all see where I'm going with this? You want that basic ass white bread. To just pour your tongue. To stop the pain. And that's what I need Biden to do. It's Biden is wonder bread. He's wonder bread. He's, He's going to fill you up. He's airy and it fluffy is and void of nutrition and depth. Yes. <laughs> we, 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 we had such a swing with y'all. Yes. That we really do need. And, and what I love about Biden is that he has said, because he is basic, he surrounds himself. With, with the best, with the best. If you look that, I do admire. COVID nineteen response. Well, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If Biden is, if Biden is Wonder Bread, is Trump funnel cake? Like, what's the Trump <laughs> funnel cake? Funnel cake is good on a cold fall night. No, Trump, like what is Trump? Trump, Trump is chitlins. <laughs> Trump is 
I can't. I I get so I get so, straight fog. I get really upset with Trump <laughs> because again, y'all know how I feel about kids. And this man has put children in cages. This man has 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 so separated them from their families. This is not. So no, he chitlins. Can you please make a t-shirt? Trump is chitlins. He is. He is. Like it or not. So. That's what oh, I, yeah. But I do think that they're a great duo and I'm excited to see. I'm hoping that in the next year, so once we secure the seat, the Democratic Party, we start really strategizing and figuring out our brand identity. Who are we? And how do we really speak to the people that we know have our back each and every election, but we haven't been speaking up for? So don't wait until... 2023 to try to figure out what your election campaign will be start working on that as soon as we get engage them now start figuring out what that looks like now who's going to be our candidate in four years we need to know that by 2022 right engage them now you know what i mean engage them now let the people y'all let's lighten it up black is king beyonce let's talk about it okay ebony you lead the conversation since as we know your name does mean Black. Oh, I thought it was Beyonce. I mean, I'm, you are not Beyonce. <laughs> one can only dream. One can only dream. Like, oh, oh, I thought you was like, because I'm Beyonce. No, 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 because your name is Black. Honestly, I just love, I love the fact that she celebrates everything that is Black. Yes, and woman. It's, it's a celebration of womb. It's yes. a, I mean, It's a celebration of the trueness of life. You know, they, they say about how she's basically talking about one of her miscarriages mm-hmm. and speaking to that of what that feels like knowing that black women unfortunately we, we experience that more often like she's authentic in her pain she's authentic yes. in her joy she's authentic in her celebration of, of herself mm-hmm. and she situates everything that black women are told to not celebrate openly. she celebrates and with an explanation point and put it on disney yes and puts it on a pl- i mean the fact that she has introduced the world mm-hmm. to a new genre of music to yes. which many people previously had not been exposed yes. that to me is like the, the power in saying i have introduced you to a whole new art form yes. yo that's that's massive i mean that's think about how white folks mind was blown with jazz like yeah. that's basically what she has done with a whole continent of music heretofore not continent. listened to by many people. Continent. I just said heretofore, you know. Because it's Kelly. Because it's yeah. Kelly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember on Homecoming, which that's not what we're talking about, but on Homecoming, when she sang, um, Lift Every Voice and Sing, I heard a comedian, he was like, white people probably like, oh my God, was that on the album? What was right. that? Because right. she is right. putting them, always putting she's the putting world on game and just, I got chills. She's just amazing. She's just yeah. amazing. I still I watch Black is King at least once a month. You know where that line came? I got to shout out what I know to be both of our favorite podcasts, The Read. It was either Kid Fury or Crystal. And they were like, the people in the audience were probably like, oh my God, oh, is that a remix of Halo? Like, what is this? Is this a Halo? Yes, that's where I heard it. That's like, probably where I heard it. <laughs> yes, it was hilarious and so spot on because. Yes. Black National Anthem. What? Which brings us full circle to why Black History Month is needed and why we Absolutely. need to be in Target. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. So Amen. I'm going to skip across these murder hornets because, I mean, the hell. What the hell? 
Okay. And, yeah. and thank God no one was attacked. They tried to kill us. They tried to kill us. But they wiped out all the bees. That does kind of work with Beyonce because you know she got her own little bee colony. Right. Right. She, she does. She has her but own bees honey. Are so, but bees are so important. We can't bees do are important. Hella important. Bees are important. Yeah, so that's sad. Let's talk about Chadwick. Child. Black Panther. What are y'all's kids? What y'all having black sons? Mm. What My did- babies were sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is um it's it's just tragic. Yeah. It's just tragic because the thing about him compared to so many other actors, yeah, he just seems so intentional about his yeah. roles. Like he didn't do the okie doke. Like he just chose a few things here and there, but every single piece of um art that he created just seemed to like with the art. world something it was art. art like i mean that to me is just so powerful and the fact that he went through what he did without complaint um with just such dignity and grace and just yeah i just have so much respect for him as a human now black panther changed our culture like black oh. panther he is he is forever an icon because he, I watch Black Panther in such amazement, and I'm a grown ass woman. I can only imagine three what times kids the were theater. seeing. I watched it at least three times in the theater, and I dressed up the first time because I was so excited. And I sat through the entire movie in awe. Yeah. The second time I went, I then took notes because I couldn't take notes the first time because it was so much coming at me. But I was like, there are so many lessons here. There was yep. some, you know, one of the greatest lessons I think is um, when one of the characters, the the brother, right? When he said yes. that um, he's when I, you know, the I cousin, this, cousin, sorry, yeah. When I, I do this um, this talk about the greatness of a slave child's DNA and how mm-hmm. if you if you've made it to here, all the things that your body, your mm-hmm. DNA had to persevere through. Mm-hmm. But he said a he said a statement that really resonated with me, and he was saying how there are some people who refuse to be captive. They refused that you can't, you can't, you can't enslave my soul that they jumped in the sea. And that thing, when I say I started crying, just thinking about, thinking about those people Mm -hmm. that said like, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know where you're taking me, but I'm not going to let you have my kids, kids, kids. Hello. Hello. That thing, you will not have my lineage. You that's know. powerful. That's powerful. And you know, and, it's, and speaking of, even in his death, Chadwick is so powerful because he, he highlighted for black people too, an awareness of this disparity of cancers killing us at yes. young ages. Because people were like, young wait, ages. he's 40. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? And, mm-hmm. and what we know statistically is that black people have higher death rates and die at younger ages for many cancers, breast cancer being one, Prostate cancer, colon cancer, um, these these things that we rarely talk about getting our preventative screenings. Because I think his brother also had cancer. I'm, yes, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. One one thing I want y'all. So it made me when you were talking about the slaves that jumped overboard. It makes me think of there's this new documentary on TV. You got to search it about these slave ship hunters. So they go out to sea to search for the remaining parts and pieces of slave ships in order to tell that story. And it's black and white people. It's very cool. But then, you know, they also have the underground memorial in, is it Grenada? 
I it's either know. Grenada or Guyana, but in the waters, you scuba dive down to this memorial of slave statues, memorabilia, and that's their way of honoring those slaves that either drowned because they were pushed off or those that, um, I don't even want to say committed suicide because that makes it sound they, like- They chose freedom. They left to freedom. They, I mean, left they really freedom. left to freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they really yeah. did. Yeah. The other thing about him, and I think more and more of these stories will come out, but y'all remember when either Sienna or Sienna, however you pronounce her name, Miller, the actress who said that she had turned down a role and then Chadwick was like, you know what, you're being screwed around as a woman, so I'm going to give you part of my salary, so your salary is at a level that is where you should be getting paid, y'all. Yes. Male actors. That's a man. Men in general. That's a man. The example of this man saying, I'm going to take out of my own pocket so that you get paid fairly. Yes. That to me was just like. And he chills again. That's sexy. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love when a man is being a, I I don't want to sound like, you know, this weak woman, but I love when a man is being a protector and a provider. Like I love when men stand up to protect women, not because they have to, but because they want to, you know, like I just, because it's the right thing, the right. right thing. Right. You're just supposed to do that. That's just right. what you're supposed to do. But it's like, you're, you're a feminist because, but this is the thing that it always baffles me how men aren't because every man comes from a woman. You would not be here if she didn't open up and allow you to try to split her in half to produce oh gosh. So I don't, yeah. That's graphic. Your pelvis This is going to have to be a rated R episode. It is rated R. <laughs> so I don't understand men that, that, that aren't feminists. And feminist literally just means that you just believe in the empowerment of women. Women. Just the the equity of women. Yes. Yep. Okay. That's it. How That's do you say it? And you and you suck from the breasts of a woman in order to live. Stop. Well, perfect segue. RBG. Mm-hmm. Lord. So let me, ask September. let me ask y'all. Do you think she should have stepped down yes. before her death so yes. that somebody could have filled her shoes mm-hmm. rather than us being in the position we are now? And what does that say about? We always talk about exiting when you're on top, exiting mm-hmm. gracefully. Mm-hmm. And do we believe that she did that? And I'm not trying to besmirch her legacy, but I just got to put that out there for discussion. Mm-hmm. Kim, you want to go first? I, got some- I, I think that's hard. So speaking us three, we're all very ambitious women and, I th- and passionate women. And oh, when I'm we get into a job, I'm, say, I'm ready to retire. I'm oh, ready. yeah. Oh, but now, you know, I'm ready to be 65. Like, that's the dream. Yes. But it's hard to let things go that you believe you do. If you feel as though you're going to be relinquishing it to someone who doesn't share your passion, who doesn't share the commitment and dedication to the job, that's hard to let those things go. But at times you have to say, let go and let God, because I cannot, I can only be in control of me and I can't control everything. And I think that may have been a character flaw that kind of got us with, um, oh girl. Um, and honestly, call me Barrett. I, call me Barrett. Right, because because she, she, Lord, help us, help us, and our children, help us and our children. How, how have you? I think she's only tried what three cases. 
how do you go? And this is the media. This is this is when we talk about white people, our bee packers that are our allies and our advocates, and we love y'all. Mm-hmm. When we talk about systemic racism and how you can have half as much talent and get all the way up this scale, when you mediocre, you can think of President Trump, and you can closely think Hello. about her. Hello. Just good enough. Just good enough. They ain't even good enough. Show me what you've done. Somebody, but I mean, but with with RBG, I feel like, yes, she should have, let me just say point blank here. She should have stepped down. Here's the thing. I wonder, just like we were talking about with Chadwick. Here's the thing. RBG had four different cancers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things of, when we were talking about control and you, you is, I don't have control over anything else, but this, this, this right here, this bench, mm. um, when, when I, I am, my life is, I am the bench. I am the bench. And if I leave here, what I'm, I'm facing these things that are attacking me from the inside, you know, and, um, and it doesn't make you push, you know, Chadwick, again, we didn't know he was sick through black Panther. Listen, Mm -hmm. he didn't Mm -hmm. let nobody know. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I gotta be fully invested in this. That's why it took us all by shock of like, wait, what do you, at least what's happening? We knew she had cancer. We were like, wait, Mm -hmm. who, what did he die from? I I thought he had vibranium. Right. <laughs> right. Listen, what happened? I mean, so so it is. I, I can imagine if you're going through a uh, cancer and you feel yeah. completely out of control. Is it that certain personality type says, "Let me switch minds and mm-hmm. I'm going to give my all"? When you say that he fully invested in his characters, mm-hmm. she Maybe fully invested in saying, "I'm going to do push-ups in, in her character." She yeah. fully invested it because that's that was her who role. Made, that's who we made her out to be, the notorious RBG, and she mm-hmm. fully lived that role. That's that so her role. I didn't think about it like that. But I think with um, with Call Me Barrett, I would feel less um, annoyed by her. Had she said, thank you, I will take this, but it's only best that I wait until we have installed a new president or until... I, I think that's character because you know that you were rushed through this process. So in my mind, a true impartial judge would have said, this isn't fair. It feels rushed and, and imbalanced. It's that was a grab. right that I wait. That's a grab. Full circle grab. moment. Too much. I'm thinking full, too high of people. No, full circle moment, 55%. Mm-hmm. 55%. Full circle moment. 55%. We have a woman that sat in court and explained how someone being called the N-word at work is not creation of a hostile environment okay. while her two black children that she done went and adopted are Hello. sitting right behind her. Hello. So all the cars are not stacked in that day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she can go straight on right behind Trump and the way that I feel about it because I feel like she's a danger to those kids, honestly, to be truthful, emotionally. To a child, if you can, if you can turn you can say that to a black child and say that if someone calls you the N word, it's not hostile. Yeah, that's frightening. That I mean, is that's frightening. just that's frightening. PBS that's frightening. Take them out. Well, I would go through these last two, but I think we already did them. Trump. We test, did. Trump test positive for COVID. Yup, Trump. Yup, yup, Trump. Whatever. Yeah. It didn't. Do, it didn't Trump. do his full dump. Trump. Point blank. Period. 
whatever. And then Biden is now president elect. I mean, so much has happened and all of this has happened from our couch. <laughs> can, you ima- can you imagine if we were really out in these streets, like living life? Like shit would have probably been much crazier than it was. You know <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's time to be bothered, y'all. Hashtag be bothered. Yeah, y'all. This is a segment where we give just a piece of advice or some last minute insight about the B word that we just unpacked. Now, I'm no sucker to New Year resolutions. I already said that because I already checked the box. Three weeks in. So after 37 years, I know that I just need to commit to just a new way of thought or a new full-on life change. So ladies, what's one thing now that we've looked at 2020 and gone through all the highlights, what's one thing you're looking forward to in 2021, be it personal, professional, or even national? All right, Kim, I'm going to hit you with two. First of all, I am... Super excited to be entering into 2021, more equipped to deal with the reality around us than I was last year, because we know that last year or this year is carrying into next year. And so I just feel like I have a much better sense of what I am terming my now normal, because I hate the phrase new normal, but this is my now normal, right? This is happening right now and I'm prepared to deal with it. I like it. Secondly, I just feel like resolutions aside, I want to enter 2021 like I enter 2020, like I enter 2019. And that is through vision boarding. So at the start of the year, me and my sister pull together some of our close girlfriends and we do vision boarding. Now this year, it might look different. There might not be mimosas and quiche and fruit. There might just be us and Zoom and your magazines on the side, but we're gonna still do it because the the act of charting your vision, something about that is, it truly is powerful. You know, mine is taped to the back of my bedroom door. I look at it every morning and believe it or not, as colossally screwed as 2020 has been, there's so much on that vision board which has manifested all over my vision board is about the need for relaxation all over my vision board is about the need for calm all over my vision board are images of family and home. And guess what? 2020 has realized that for me. And so I'm just going to lean into thinking about what my vision is for 2021 and make it happen. You know, regardless of the circumstance, I'm going to do my best to maximize my now normal. Great. Now I got to go get some magazines and cut out some pictures. Listen, we should do a vision board party. <laughs> do it. Do we it. Do a vision board yeah, party. Paper and board. That's right. Right. I mean, because I do a vision board every year too. Yeah. And, and it's a, and it is crazy um, of how much has been on there, like in in terms of growth and um, and even career stuff. I mean, yep. honestly, it's weird, but. I think in 20, 2020, I am grateful for 2020 and that it has lit a fire under me to say, what are you doing? Because literally every day, yep. your last. Mm-hmm. We yep. don't talk about statistics. We already know them. We got to repeat them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are not going to see 2021. And so I started this year. One of my resolutions was to travel more. And I went to Cuba in January, February, me and Amber went to, um, New York City. Mm-hmm. I was literally mm-hmm. in, I was in the middle of COVID, didn't even know. Girl, it. Um, both of us, friend. <laughs> both of us partying up. Right. 
and I went there to see um, Michelle Obama. Oprah. Oh, mm-hmm. Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, and two queens. Right. And one of the things that Oprah said was, um, "Is this one day or day one?" Mm. Right. And that was when, and literally, we Amber and I looked at each other. and I was like, "Oh my God!" Like, you know, of of we always say we're going to do these goals, but do you actually? Do you take the initiative to actually do it? And I have this year truly tried to put foot to the ground. And I want to be intentional in that next year, intentional in the traveling and exploring. Like I was, I was supposed to go to Italy and um, Australia in June and July this year and in Croatia down in mm-hmm. August. So all that got put on hold, but it's, it's, it's not denied, it's delayed. Because 2021, yep. when I get this vaccine this on here, um, <laughs> I'm going to put it and say, you know, is this one day or day one? Live yep. your life, put the vision to action. and Put yeah. the vision to action. Yeah, I think we should take a picture of our vision boards and yeah. have Jocelyn post them on um, oh, social yeah. media so people can see them. Yeah. Just, you know, just put it out there. And I mean, folks, it doesn't have to be super fancy. Just, no. just put something. Just Even put if it's just words. Yeah, oh, I just just, listen, oh, no, I go out. Look, I have pictures. When I say, um, I'm the one in, in Michael's getting oh, the little, <laughs> little appliques. <laughs> oh, I got little stencils. The borders. Every, got your glitter all over everybody else's board. <laughs> um, I say in 2021, so one personal thing I'm looking forward to is better time management. I was telling the ladies before that I we have some analytics with our email and mine said that my focus time, meaning my time I'm not in meetings or emailing or problem solving or phone calls was down to 0% over the past few <laughs> yeah. weeks, from 41% to 0%. And so it's because I'm in a job that I love so much, right? Mm-hmm. And so I give so much time and energy to it, but I do have to reprioritize because my job is not the most important thing to me. It's my family. It's my kids. Yep. You know, it's my parents. And so I need and to start. It's, it's my peace. It's my peace. It's Oh, yeah. yeah. And so I need yeah. to make that a priority and stop just saying it, but actually do it mm-hmm. without feeling guilty about it. So I will, I am committing to that, not before 2021. Thank you. And then the last thing is really building good stock, y'all. I am so grateful for what we've built in these past few years. I'm of, proud of us, y'all. Of friendship and business and, and just bounty and sisterhood yeah. and it just really, you don't know a person until you in business with people. And the fact that we are still together, like this is solid. And and we're I, not divorced. We're, we're not divorced yet. Yeah. We ain't divorced yet. No. It's tough. No, we went through it's counseling. It's tough, but good. We went through counseling, right. But I feel like we've grown so much as a unit and even at individually. And it forces us to stretch in ways that I don't think we would have had we not had good stock. So when we say good stock builds good stock, it's not just for y'all. It's us too. Yeah. We have built great stock over here that we can then share with this world. And so y'all better watch the hell out because 2021 is going to uh-huh. be even more intentional, even yep. more fire, even more earth and wind coming <laughs> in your direction. Oh, yeah. Hello. I love it, Kim. Ab, anything else from you before I wrap us up? No, I just love you, ladies. Yeah. I'm Same. It's back been, at you, girl. We, mm-hmm. In the incredible amount of 
growth and I don't know. We did it. We did it, y'all. We did it. We're still doing it. Season two. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Well, to our listeners, thanks for tuning in as always. Be sure to follow us on social media, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Tell us what you thought about the episode in the comment section below. And let us know if there's a B word that you want us to unpack in season three, which is coming at you in 2021. BPAC, until the next time. Stay positive, practice self-care by taking care of the gift of your mind and body, and let's keep on packing. Let's keep on packing. Deuces. Bye-bye, y'all. Thank you for unpacking another B Word with Kelly, Kim, and Ebony. Follow the B Word on Instagram at the B Word Unpacked and follow Goodstock Consulting on Facebook and YouTube. Learn more about Goodstock at www.goodstockconsulting.com.